0: What's shaking, Fire Nation, JLD here with an audio masterclass called Made to Win, how to turn your passion and grit into success. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Jim Markham on the mic. He's an award-winning serial entrepreneur with an innovative mind and passion for his craft. He started as a barber charging $1.50 a haircut, and he made the jump to salon owner, celebrity stylist, and creator of the hair care empire that includes five brands, including Pureology, Serious Color Care, which he sold to L'Oreal in 2007 for $280 million, and his current venture, ColorProof Color Care Authority. Together, his companies account for $1.2 billion in combined retail sales, and Jim recently added author to his list of accomplishments, publishing his first book called Big Lucky, a hybrid memoir and entrepreneurial self-help guide designed to help spark your entrepreneurial fire. Big Lucky lucky. in Fire Nation today, we're going to be talking about Jim's rise to success, his successes, his failures, and everything in between. So many value bombs to be had as soon as we get back from thinking our sponsors. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase your profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. If you want 2020 to be your best financial year ever, you need to join Russell Brunson's free masterclass where he shares the exact blueprint of what the top 1% of ClickFunnels users are doing differently that the other 99% are not. Register today at eofire.com slash secrets. That's eofire.com slash secrets. Jim, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know.
1: Hi, John. It's an honor to be here with Fire Nation. Uh, Entrepreneurs on Fire is one of my favorite podcasts. Yes. One of the things that most of listeners would not know is when I first moved to California, I played checkers for a living for a, about six months. I played. I learned to play checkers from uh Old men in a barbershop back then as a guy with a wooden <laughs> leg taught me how to play checkers. And of course, the people I'm playing learned to play checkers in jail. So I'm blonde, fair haired, Southern accent. Uh, they underestimated me and I, I made a pretty good living for a <laughs> while.
0: I love that, Jim. Thanks for sharing that story. And Fire Nation, as I shared earlier in the introduction, we're going to be talking all about how you can turn your passion and grit into success. So, Jim, you have quite a story, my friend. I mean, right now you're hanging out in Hawaii. You've got a beautiful place in Newport Beach. I mean, life is good. Give us a snapshot of your early days.
1: It is a great life. Many interviewers would call my life a rags to riches story. I grew up in New Mexico with an alcoholic mom. We were very poor. At age 15, I ended up getting married. I had a child. I went to barber school to support my family. I started cutting hair at 15, at $1.50 a haircut.
0: Wow. Fire Nation, $1.50 a haircut. I mean, (laughs) think about that. Think about back to your first job. Think about to your beginnings. I mean, this is the process that we are going through as we're on this entrepreneurial journey. And what I love about Jim is he's not done. In fact, he's not even close to done. But let's kind of go back to those humble beginnings. You were there, $1.50 a haircut, how did you make your first leap? Like, how'd you go from where you were just making a buck 50 being like, well, hey, if I do 10 a day, that's 15 bucks to I'm going to take a leap and I'm going to take a chance. Tell us about
1: that. I was pretty good cutting hair and I ended up making a pretty good living. You know, it was, it was really good for me to be working as opposed to just loafing. And I... um I started. Uh, I went to a hairstyling school to learn to be a hairstylist, a men's hairstylist back then, no doubt. And I went from d- cutting a $1.50 a haircut to $5 a haircut, mm. which still wasn't a lot of money, but it was more than I was making. I figured out very early that I c- could cut hair, and I ended up winning a silver medal in the Hair Olympics, the National Haircutting Championship, and several state championships. Then I, I, I was looking around. I kept saying, what else can I do? And, I, of course, I read a lot of books, which I'll get into in just a second. Uh, I, called, I read in Playboy that Jay Sebring was charging, he's a celebrity stylist, $50 a haircut. Whoa. I thought, I'm the national champion. How can he be making 10 <laughs> times more than me? <laughs> John, here's my Markham money-making tip number one, as you, or as you call them, bomb, bombs. If someone you admire is making more money than you, in the same profession, learn from them. I picked up the phone and called Jay's salon. I said, Jay, congratulations on your success. I'm an award-winning stylist, charging $5 a cut, you're charging $50, how can I learn from you? Jay said, you have to pay me $1,000 to find out. At that time, that was two months income for me before the airline ticket and hotel. Fast forward two weeks, I'm in the salon, cocky and arrogant very confident he would say jim your technique is better than mine what he said was we're going to have a friendly competition we're going to cut one head of hair you're going to cut one half i'm going to cut the other half use your razor on your side i'll use the shears on the other and we'll see who's better at the end we both knew whose side was better and it wasn't mine i became jay's protege and sebring distributor in the southwest Things were going great until August the 9th, 1969.
0: Now that day was a turning point for you. And the reality is Fire Nation, not many of us can actually put one date in mind that was our absolute turning point. You know, sometimes it's kind of this slow moving course of events over weeks and months. We're like, oh yeah, like, you know, those three months or that year, that was really a turning Mm -hmm. point for me. But Jim, You have a day that was a turning point, August 9th. What happened?
1: Some of you listeners might remember that was a fateful night. Jay and Sharon Tate were killed in the Charles Manson murders. If you've seen Tarantino's film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's a fictional story about those events that included Jay Sebring as one of the characters. In fact, I helped consult on the set. With a hair salon, with the decoration, which ended up, most of that ended up on the cutting room floor. They didn't use it, but it it was really fun to work on the movie.
0: Man, I mean, I had no idea that that movie was so much based on fact and not even, you know, having any idea that you actually, you know, (laughs) gave some advice for that. That must have been a really cool experience for you in in a lot of different ways. But let's kind of talk specifically, like how did those Manson murders back on August 9th, 1969, how did those murders affect your career?
1: You know, I was living in Albuquerque. I had a Sebring franchise salon there. And I heard on the radio that Jay Sebring was killed with Sharon Tate. And I immediately knew that I'd be going to California. And I did. I moved to California. I took over the Sebring business. They asked me to do it because I really had been the mechanic doing all the education around the U.S., opening salons, Sebring shops. But I took over the Sebring business. I I bought his car, the black Porsche. I lived in his house for a while. That was Sharon Tate's old, uh, not Sharon Tate, um, Gene Harlow's old home. It was so scary for me. I couldn't stay there alone because raccoons would run across the top. I would think it was somebody came to kill me, and I was just spooked to death. But I took over Jay's uh, celebrity clientele, including Paul Newman, Steve McQueen, Johnny Carson and Frank Sinatra and, and many, many others. John, for a country boy from New Mexico, it was overwhelming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, at one point, Jim, you switched gears. Like you switched gears from what you were doing into product development. Take us through that process. Tell us that story.
1: When you're cutting hair, you can only make so much, you know, so much per haircut. And you know, that's that's pretty much it. And Well, when I went to California, I started charging $50 a haircut, and I cut all these celebrities' hair, but you really only limit it on how much money you can make. So I realized that right away that uh, product sales and product distribution is where the money was. Uh, One of my marker money-making tip number two is think long-term. Ask yourself, what can I do today that positions me for five to 10 years down the road? So thinking about it, not cutting hair it's product development, and uh, I always loved working with products. I had the ability, John, to analyze products and create better ones that outperform uh, the old ones. I loved doing it. I still do. Always have. Jay was a great hairdresser. I saw my future in creating and distributing products. I sold Sebring to start my own line called Markham Products in 1972, second product line.
0: So Fire Nation, I really hope you're listening to these Markham value bombs because he keeps dropping them. You need to keep picking them up because there's a ton of value here. But one thing that I really want to make sure that you're getting, Fire Nation, is the fact that, hey, when you're doing something like cutting hair, like when you're doing something like mowing lawns, you can only cut so many hairs a day. You can only mow so many lawns a day. There becomes a limit where you just have the ceiling the ceiling is there, and that's why Jim was just like, hey, time to switch into product development. That way, while I'm sleeping, products can be flying off the shelves. You know, While I'm eating lunch, products can be flying off the shelves. Product uh-huh. development is key, Fire Nation. And if you think Jim is even close to being finished dropping value on Fire Nation, you got another think coming. We got some great stuff coming up as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Fire Nation, the quality of your business funnels will make or break your business. But no need to worry, I have exactly what you need to succeed in 2020. So if you don't have a funnel yet, or if your current funnel doesn't convert, or if you simply need more traffic to your funnel, I have the perfect training for you. The founder of ClickFunnels, Russell Brunson, has put together an incredible training that will deliver everything you need to know to make 2020 your best year ever. During this free masterclass, you'll learn the number one funnel secret, the number one conversion secrets and the number one traffic secrets to help you grow your business faster than you ever could have imagined. And these secrets aren't just assumptions. They're proven tactics backed by a team that's filled with funnel experts. Register today at eofire.com slash secrets. That's eofire.com slash secrets. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? fire nation meet clay clark clay has been coaching businesses just like yours since 2006 yep even through the great recession and he does it for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee at a time when Inc. magazine reports that by default 96 percent of businesses will fail within 10 years clay is helping businesses like yours to grow on average by 104 percent annually you might be wondering how's this even possible well clay only takes on 160 clients which means he's able to personally design your business plan. Plus, Clay's team helps you execute that plan with access to graphic designers, Google-certified search engine optimizers, web developers, online advertising managers, videographers, workflow mappers, and accounting coaches to help you get on top of your numbers. Visit thrivetimeshow.com slash fire to see thousands of video testimonials from real clients who Clay has helped over the years. Then schedule your free consultation with Clay himself to see how he and his team can help you. You Thrive, that's thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. So Jim, we're back, and when we were talking about the beginning part of your journey, you told us about how you were really focused on the men's portion of the haircuts and hairstyling and salon markets. Why and how did you transition to the women's market?
1: I started out as a barber. I started cutting men's hair. I won all my awards cutting men's hair. Uh, around the country, and Jay was, uh, Jay was cutting men's hair and cutting all men, but when I got into the product sales, uh, you know, that's where the money was, and it, it didn't take me long to realize that the bigger market was a women's market. Women buy 80% of all products. Wow. They buy it for the men. They buy it for themselves. Uh, I think you need to know who your customer is. Look at your market. Know your demographics. a money-making tip number three is find your niche where is the white space in your category what can you create that doesn't yet exist that's really important john what most of your listeners probably don't know is that most hair care products contain animal ingredients that means they are made from hoofs hides and animal organs for for aba i developed products using natural based ingredients from plants, leaves, fruits, nuts, and berries. These outperform formulas using animal ingredients. If people have the choice, they will nearly always choose plant-based products. I founded Ava Pure Natural in 1989. I created the first cruelty-free vegan hair product line. It was actually a big success and we sold it in 1997.
0: One thing that I love about what you're sharing, Jim, is the fact that you need to find a void that's not being currently filled in the marketplace. You did that multiple times towards your career, but hey, what do you find when it came to ABBA? You said, hey, there's a lot of people that are making very similar products. are all using the same strategies, techniques, and et cetera. What if I did this that was different and what if I did something that when people had the choice between the two, as long as they were comparable in quality, they're always going to choose mine and you did that with ABBA and that's why you had such success back in 1989 and after ABBA, you thought you were going to retire, but you didn't retire. I mean, you know, you could have gone off and just lived full time in Hawaii or Newport Beach or just got on a yacht and traveled around the world, but you didn't do that. What happened?
1: Well, it's interesting. It started with a phone call. My wife, Cheryl, and, and, uh, and business partner, her best friend had ovarian cancer. And she called me and she said, Jim, you've got to make me products I can use. I can't use any of the ABBA products. They got ingredients I can't use, which is to my surprise. I had done the ABBA products. And I said, uh, okay, send me, a, send me a list of ingredients that you cannot use. So her, her doctor sent me a do not use list of ingredients. I went into the lab and started working with new ingredients. It was really challenging at the time. What I created was the first products that were sulfate-free, salt-free, carcinogen-free, because this was for Kerry. At the time, cheryl and i'm looking around and trying to figure out if we want to come back or not but uh, we thought perhaps we would do since we did the caries products we'd do them for cancer survivors what we did was we went to cosmoprop italy and we noticed that there was a color boom going on worldwide and all the companies we saw l'oreal uh everything was growing 20 30 40 percent a year and we thought wow this is interesting what a what a great category and we realized Friends of Carrie's and friends that we sent uh, friends that were testing the product that we developed for Carrie says, "What is what's in this product? My colors lasting longer." We thought, "Wow, I don't know. This is a coincidence." So uh, we we almost didn't do it. When I researched the marketplace, I saw L'Oreal was a top selling shampoo, had a top selling shampoo for color treated hair called Color um, ColorBee was you know prominent out there. It looked like it was doing well. But we kept investigating. We thought, well, we're going to try it. And we took a leap. We changed our marketing plans for cancer patients. We did a little tweaking, and we made it exclusively for color treated hair. We thought that's our unique position. And we launched Purology in 19, uh, sorry, in 2001. We quickly became the market leader in professional color care. We created the category. I am known as the creator of sulfate, salt-free products, your listeners may not know it, but the beauty and, but in the beauty business industry, this is legendary. Fast forward seven years to selling Pureology to L'Oreal for $280 million wow. cash. <laughs> we actually had 12 different companies. We had venture capital, companies. We had strategic buyers trying to, to buy Purology. We did 12 dog and pony shows. And we ended up selling to L'Oreal because they made us a deal we couldn't refuse.
0: So, Jim, you've decided to move forward and become an author. And you have written a book called Big Lucky. So, break it down for us. What was the inspiration behind Big Lucky?
1: Well, you know, friends for years and and colleagues have been saying jim, you know we, we the ones that know me say, "I know where you came from, I just don't know how you got from where you were to where you are now <laughs> and and that was an interesting and, and difficult process and uh we We kept saying for a while, you know we're going to write a story, we're going to write a book, we're going to tell it, but I didn't want to do it until we really had a complete cycle that we've gone from having nothing to having a little something. And and we finally decided that uh, we would do it. My life story is woven with successes, but also a lot of failures. I mean, it did, I didn't get here easy. And we thought, you know, there's a lot of people that get in the same spot and don't, don't know what to do. And we put that down so we could have lessons that uh, uh, they could follow and maybe hopefully not get into the same predicament we did. Markham mark a money making tip number four. It doesn't matter what industry you are in. The principles are pretty much the same. You need to have passion. You need to believe in what you do and love what you do. Very important. Of course, you got to understand the, the finances, the pricing structure, the cash flow analysis, budgeting. Um, and also, you need to surround yourself with good people. To find good people, ask questions, look at their experience, their drive. And listen to recommendations. Some of your competitors or friends can give you some great recommendations and they're right there, easy to get. Find your niche, look at your competition and see where there's holes. Find where you can set yourself apart. That's really important to set yourself apart. And there's always some way to find that. Everyone has a hole or an opening if you find, if you look hard enough, generally.
0: Now, Jim, you've had a very inspiring life. And I know that Fire Nation is going to read this book in droves because they're going to want to learn more about you and your successes and your fail- failures and the mark of money tips and all of that jazz. It's going to be a blast so for these individuals fire nation who are going to consume your content who are going to read big lucky if they could do one thing differently after reading your book what would it be
1: Most people i find quit too early the, one of the biggest lessons you can learn is do not quit and and that you are made to win God made us to win he didn't make us to lose we choose to lose but made to win means you work hard You go after it, you keep working, and you will win. I I think that's an important lesson to realize. You're not made to lose. There are mentors everywhere. I was lucky that Paul Newman took me under his wing. He knew I was a fish out of water. He treated me like an equal. He taught me many life lessons that have helped me throughout my life. I never charged Paul for his haircuts. He always gave me something that had more value to me in return. I remember one day I was cutting Paul's hair at his home in Beverly Hills. Of course, his wife, Joan Woodward, walked in. Paul jumped up and said, hello, lovely lady, and kissed her, hair going everywhere because he had a cape on, hair going over as he jumped up. And I thought to myself, here's the, one of the, tops, the top celebrity in the world, a male sex symbol of the world, treating his wife like this. What must a mere mortal like me do? Find your mentor. It took me reading books to learn that I was capable of winning. Uh, I read many self-help books like Dale Carnegie, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, Norman Vincent Peale, The Power of Positive Thinking. But that's where I learned that we're all made to win, reading books. Uh, I think books are a great way to do that, and I, I had an opportunity to do that, and that's how I got one of the main reasons I got to where I'm at now. I think remember you are made to win. I think that's maybe the most important thing you can read or understand.
0: Jim, way to end with a bang brother. So much value, so much knowledge, so much awesomeness that you shared throughout this entire interview. Give us the one call to action. Where can we go to find your book, Big Lucky?
1: It's on Amazon. We have a, an audio book and an ebook it's amazon's uh number one um must read uh uh for a memoir entrepreneurship uh self help uh is is really taking off well but that's where you can do it we'll have a print book in about a month but the audio and ebook is available right now
0: fire nation you know this You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with JM and JLD today, so keep up that heat. And if you head over to eofire.com and just type Jim in the search bar, his show notes page will pop up with everything that we talked about today, links, all that jazz, and of course, go to Amazon, get the Audible book. Get the the print book. It's going to be a great way for you to learn a lot more about Jim's journey, his learnings, his successes, his failures. Big lucky. Jim, thank you, brother, for sharing your truth, your knowledge, your value bombs with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: John, it was really a pleasure, brother. You you do a great job and uh, everyone loves you, man. Continue on the good work.
0: Hey, Fire Nation, today's value bomb content was brought to you by Jim. And if you're ready to rock your own podcast, well, I have a free podcasting course for you where I teach you how to create and launch your podcast for free. Visit freepodcastcourse.com, freepodcastcourse.com. I'll catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase your profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. If you want 2020 to be your best financial year ever, you need to join Russell Brunson's free masterclass where he shares the exact blueprint of what the top 1% of ClickFunnel users are doing differently that the other 99% are not. Register today at eofire.com slash secrets. That's com slash secrets.